Well, good evening, everyone. I want to thank you for coming to Destiny Moments. And I do believe this is a topic that is crucial to the understanding of relationships, female and I should say male and female. We're going to be talking about why did God create man and woman? And I'm going to be reading from my book, The Secrets Out, Living the Pain of Conditional Love. And the foreword is by Dolores Mom Winans. I decided to read from my book tonight. Um, There seems to be so many broken relationships. And it all started with Adam and Eve. So when you look at your life, it all goes back to Adam and Eve's disobedience in the garden. And you see it being portrayed in your life, my life. Each and every day you see things on the news, broken relationships, unfaithfulness, no trust, no love, no faithfulness, as I said. And it seems to be just going downhill. Of course, there are many people with fantastic relationships. We understand that. But we're talking about men and women who are in broken relationships. Who can you tell your innermost secrets to? Do you feel betrayed by people you love? All because of disobedience in the Garden of Eden. And we didn't even, I mean, they didn't even know before they were naked. Now, It is on us to make the decision to be forgiven through the blood of Jesus. He died for the sins of the world. That's why he went to the cross. So that the Holy Spirit can live inside of us. We have to have, or I should say, we should make a decision to do what To do, I should say, what pleases, I should say this. Do you want to do what pleases yourself and others or turn from our ways of waywardness and disobedience and decide to live for Jesus? This is the ultimate decision I think anyone can make. It's so easy to continue to live to please our flesh instead of acknowledging we have sinned against God by pleasing our flesh. So I'm going to read tonight from my book, The Secrets Out. It's in the workbook, workbook five on page 195 to 201. And it says here, why did God create man and Woman, When you look in the Bible, and I'm reading from my book tonight, The Secrets Out. And the guide is really talking about relationship guidelines in choosing the right mate. 
And so, again, why did God create man and woman? When you look in the Bible, you will find that Adam was only the only person on earth with the animals. God decided to create a helpmate for Adam. He created Eve from the rib of man, and God called her woman. Isn't it interesting that we are from man and are called woman? It all begins in Genesis 2, verses 7 through 9. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And God of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. And the tree of light also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. My God. These scriptures describes the beginning of man and woman and knowing the difference between good and evil. The wrong decision in the Garden of Eden has cost us a lifetime of sicknesses, diseases, deaths, broken relationships, and enmity between the woman, man, and children. We as human beings desire knowledge above truth. Today, it's our understanding and thinking that blinds us to the simple truths. The Bible is not as complex as we have made it out to be for centuries. We are fighting spiritual wars over practical and simplistic biblical truths. We have found that disobedience and not listening to the voice of God is the reason man as the leader has gone through so many setbacks on earth in leading his home. The commandment of God to man in Genesis 2, 15 through 18, and it says it like this. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone, and I will make him a helpmeet for him. God did not create man to be by himself. He created man to have a woman. God created woman from the rib of a man. It is so interesting that woman came from man, from a man. It wasn't until their disobedience that man and woman became enemies to each other. Isn't that when the division started? Oh my God. The scripture declares in Genesis 2, 21 through 25, and the Lord God caused a deep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and he took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh. Instead, 
thereof and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, praise the Lord for women, <laughs> and brought her unto the man. That's right. We need a we need our men now. But we need some good men. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called one man because she was taken out of man. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked and the man and his wife were not ashamed. And that's something they were naked. So. They were not ashamed of their nakedness until the serpent came on the scene, just like the devil, helping the woman to decide between light and darkness. Inherently, the final decision was not on the woman, though, but on the man. And he allowed the woman to influence him into making this decision of a lifetime for human beings on earth. I mean, it changed the the whole existence on earth one bad decision the decision that Adam made would determine the destiny of the generation of people that we are living with on earth today we deal with people every day who can can who are mean evil hateful liars deceitful and any other adjective you would like to use for the evil that exists on earth in this 21st century yes there are good people amongst all this trouble in the world if either woman had not listened to the enticing words of the serpent and if adam the man had not listened to her words we would not be in the midst of good and evil today and god gave the authority and the direction to the man as the leader to not eat of the forbidden tree but he did and we have been paying for Adam and Eve's disobedience ever since in Genesis 3 1 through 17 says now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and he said unto the woman yea have God said you should not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. And the serpent, here he comes, says unto the woman, ye shall not surely die, for God doeth know that in the day you eat thereof then your eyes shall be open that's the truth and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil now that's the truth and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her darling husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were open and they were naked 
and they sold fig trees together, made themselves aprons. Isn't that how the devil works to deceive us? He does it to us each and every day. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto Adam, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, God, who told thee thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldn't not eat? Now, this is the beginning of disobedience and division between man and woman. And the man said, the woman who thou gavest to me, she gave me the tree and I did eat. See, there we go. There, There's the division. Now he's blaming the woman. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou art cursed above all cattle? Above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shall thou go, and dust shall thou eat of the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Look at that. Division. And between thy seed, the children, and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thy, thou shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow in thy conception. It means in birth, she will have pain. In sorrow, thou shalt bring forth children. And thou desire shall be to thy husband. And he shall rule over thee. Yep, he is the leader over the woman, the man. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of your life. Man. This is the beginning of man and woman knowing of good and evil. They were thrown out of the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were sent to the east of the Garden of Eden to till the earth. It is amazing when things are going well, how we allow circumstances and situations to come and destroy our peace and happiness. Adam and Eve were told what to do, yet they let the serpent come in and tell them something different. They were deceived into a lifestyle of utter darkness. God punished them for their disobedience, and we are paying for their wrong decision today. It only took a couple of seconds to change our destiny and eternity. How many times do we allow other people to come in for one small second? Or a moment 
to offer us a choice that we ultimately decide our future. It is important that we take our time and spend some quality time with God before we just give people an answer or do something that will change our lives. Have you ever found yourself following someone else's influence to think badly about someone? This is exactly what Adam and Eve did in turning against God to follow the voice of the serpent. We turned against our spouse to enter into an adulterous affair with someone. We never think about the consequences when entering sin. Yet we condone our decisions with, I am not being treated right at home. Or, they have already committed the act of adultery, so now I am following their lead. We never think about the words in the Bible concerning people who commit adultery. Those who are not entitled to the kingdom of God or eternal eternal life. We're doing the same thing that Adam and Eve did in listening to the voice of the serpent. Instead, the instructions were given to Adam and Eve from God to not eat of the forbidden tree. We all have fallen short in some area of our lives. But we do not have to stay in sin or continue to practice sin as a lifestyle. How many times do we have to fall before we get it right? I do believe we can learn from someone else's mistakes. We do not have to experience everything firsthand. And this is the reading from my book, The Secrets Out, from 195 to page 201. I believe that the lesson from this workbook, from my book, It's just teaching us principles that if we don't follow the lead from Adam and Eve and their fall and what they did, and that's why Jesus went to the cross. You know, it's symbolic. Somebody had to pay for for what Adam and Eve in their disobedience. And Jesus went to the cross and we're still not getting it. We're still falling short. We still don't believe that this is real. Well, I'm here to say there's some of you who got it tonight. And you believe it's real. You believe this message. You believe the scriptures that I gave you tonight. And it is real. And it is time to make a decision. To turn your life around. And begin to say, no, I will not walk in the shoes of Adam and Eve. I will walk and be obedient to the spirit of Christ Jesus. Who went to the cross and died on the cross for our sins. So let's ask God right now. Let's ask God for to forgive us. Father, we are repenting of our sins tonight. Repeat after me. Say, Father, I'm repenting of every sin I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. Things I've done that wasn't pleasing in your sight. I'm asking you to forgive me, wash me clean as snow. Ask that you heal me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. That I walk anew today. I walk clean. And I thank you for freeing me. You said, for he who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so today I am set free and I am born again. I'm a born again believer. And so, Father, we thank you. We praise you. And we ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. It's so simple. 
I think sometimes the reason why people don't walk according to the word of God, because it's so easy, it's so simple, it can bite us. I mean, just like the 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 passage where God is just telling them not to eat of the forbidden tree of good and evil. And it was so simple, but they allow Satan to come in to deceive them. We do it every day. We let our friends, we let family members to tell us, deceive us from walking in the narrow way. And that straight way is living according to the word of God. And that's the Bible. And so father, we thank you. We praise you for everything that you have taught us tonight. And I do believe that you've created us in your image. You created the man and the woman, and now the man shall lead the woman. It doesn't mean that you don't have a word or don't have a say, but somebody's got to lead. It's got to be a leader in the home. I believe that's why there's so much confusion. Now, they were equal before the garden, you know, even though God still made her one man. So it still means that she still came out of the man. So we can't get around it. We just we just try to say, no, I'm not going to follow that man. You're going to have to follow somebody. And if you're not going to follow the man, how are you going to follow God? He you can't even see him and you, you can't you're not following him. That's what the whole point in repentance. Repentance means turning around Asking God, less of me and more of you, Lord. Help me to follow your spirit, follow your words through the Bible, and let me die to my thoughts in the way I think and always trying to overthink it. It's so simple. It can bite you. And just believe the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to direct your path. And I guarantee you, you'll find yourself Waking up, feeling refreshed because you've released your past. All the things that you've done that weren't pleasing in the sight of God. Maybe you weren't the best man. Maybe you weren't the best woman. Maybe you did things that wasn't pleasing. But now you've been washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. And all you did tonight, you asked him to forgive you. And now you're clean as snow. Walk like that person as if you were coming out of your mother's womb. A, a, a new babe, fresh, new beginnings. And I believe that. And I think that's going to be our word this year. Less of me and more of God. And I believe the more you say that, Lord, less of me, more of you. Help me to walk in your precepts. Help me to walk each day according to the word of God. Less of me. I've, I've ruined some things because of my thinking. You know, we got to renew our minds through the word of God. That's what the Bible tells us to renew your mind. And when you continue to renew your mind, you'll find yourself wanting to please God. Less of you, less of me, and more of him. And I guarantee you, you'll come back and say, Michelle, I'm so happy for this message because it has changed my thinking. It has changed my life. And I'm saying, I am starting afresh and anew, believing and trusting in God from this day forward. I'm not going to walk as Adam and Eve. And even God forgave them. They just now brought on the hardships that they didn't have to experience. And that's what we do. He gave us, he gave us Jesus. And we still not walking in obedience. Take the obedience. Take what you did tonight. Today's your new birthday. Okay. And say, today is the 29th, 
And now I'm born again on the 29th. This is going to be your new birthday. And so now you're going to look, you know, to the heels with coming your strength. Your strength cometh from God. And so you're going to forget about all the things that you did in the past, all the things that were not pleasing to God. And now you're going to say, Father, I want to please you. I want to live according to your word. And I just believe if you keep saying it, you're going to find yourself living it. Do you believe me tonight? I believe you have honestly made a decision to turn your life around and new beginnings. Say it again. New beginnings. New beginnings. Less of me and more of God. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. I'm going to see you on Thursday. Have a blessed night.